When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Broads. Oh, hello there, my broads. My quarantine What's broads. What's new? <laughs> How What's are new? you all? What? I said, what's new? Oh, sorry, you cut out for a second. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is off to a great start. <laughs> off to a great start from a distance. <laughs> oh, Lord. Broads, here we are. We're separated. It's, what day is it? I don't know. It's April 1st. That's the day we're recording. You guys are yep. mostly listen to, listening to it probably around April 2nd. Um, we yes. have gotten the news that we will at least be quarantined for another month. So, Becca, we will continue to be seeing each other via Skype. You know what's depressing is that I have so many like projects that I need to do. Like before baby comes and like backyard projects. We've done none of them. None. Like, not one. You know what's kind of a weird deal is that since this all started, and I don't know if it's the the kid piece or maybe other people who who don't have children will say the, the exact same thing, but there's something about this that is causing me to do nothing. <laughs> it's like I'm chasing Ember around all day and that's, and that's a lot. And like Evan and I are shifting off when it's like we have to work and do certain yeah. things. But in general, like I've seen people posting being like, oh, yeah, I've, I've been super engaged with the, like with social media lately doing lives and whatever. I'm like, I've never been on my on my Instagram less in my life. Than these- my screen time has been going down each week. Yeah, what's the deal with also, that? I don't know. But yeah, actually, it's weirdly, I've been on my phone less as well. It's super weird. And it's like not like a flex like, oh, my God, I'm quarantined. And honestly, like. I've never been on my phone less. <laughs> Yoga all day, meditating, just connecting with myself. It's almost like when you when your to-do list is kind of like, well, I guess I can do it tomorrow. There's almost this and I guess because I know that everyone is in their house doing the same thing, the exactly. FOMO you're not maybe missing goes down. <laughs> yeah, the FOMO goes down, so I'm just not checking it constantly. Like, I'm not missing out on anything. Um, but that's true, actually. There's no... You can't use your phone... I mean, you, you can, but you're not using your phone to procrastinate on anything because there's nothing to procrastinate on because you have all the time in the world, sort of, except for, like, work-related things. Right. It's so bizarre. Like, otherwise, you don't have anywhere to be. <laughs> I, I've I've never watched less television, and I've never been on my oh. phone less. Now, granted, I used to watch a lot of television, so that's not saying much. <laughs> because you know, yeah, what? I was gonna say, I think ours is at the same, probably like three hours every night, but as just as it was before. I think what a lot of it was is when I work, I like to have the TV on when I'm working. 
So a lot of times I would have like other podcasts on on YouTube while I'm working. But now because yeah. the kids running around, I don't have them on. So I think maybe that's what it is. But it's just kind of this. Yeah, it's a very weird. I'm so interested if other people feel that way, too. I know. And also, actually, I shouldn't say I haven't been. I just haven't been doing any of the projects that I would think would be the first things that we should work on. But I've actually been like cooking a lot and doing a lot of little things around the house. But also, Grayston's like trying to apply to all these different like loans and all that kind of stuff. So I'm also sort of doing my normal routine. It's not really like Gray can just work on projects, projects with me all day. And Evan, you know, Evan's working on. Yeah, he's been doing music, you know, work from, stuff too. So home. it's like, yeah, you know, it's not like <laughs> it's not just, like both of us have nothing to do. We're all just trying to like scrape together possible ideas of ways to like you know make income. Evan's like, I guess I could do this, and we're just trying, yeah, trying to figure out, you know, when's your OnlyFans coming out? You know, I did, I did talk to Evan about that last night. He didn't say <laughs> yes. <laughs> Broads, can you tell us how much you would pay for Jess and Evan's OnlyFans for a monthly subscription? What do we think is fair? $15, $30, $45? Let me know. He Evan was I'd very say a solid 28 is super fair I a month. Feel, I, I I Evan was very That's much like a dollar like, a day. He's like, would our faces have to be in it? And I said, Yes, absolutely our faces would have to be in it. And that's really what threw him off big time. So I don't they, they actually wouldn't have to be just your face could be in it. That's true. We'll see. And We're also, working on if it. You get, if, you know, if you get verified too, people could just know it's you and it not have your face in it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> but I want my face to be in it because I want the camera to catch me <laughs> smiling into it every once in a while. <laughs> I'm just very aware that it's being filmed the whole time. <laughs> Evan's just like adjusting get into it with me come on (laughs) just like fully just smiling for the camera the entire time like I'm doing a TikTok just big smile the whole time (laughs) your head's just turned towards the camera as he's over there we must cross OnlyFans and TikTok that's what how does that work like 15 second clips on OnlyFans uh sure or also like in the middle of doing TikTok (laughs) dances also oral or things things of that nature you know creative thank you yeah anyways love is blind love is blind I mean this this episode you I I got the text from Becca and Becca's like all right I'm back in it's better it's better it's it's definitely better is it a bachelor? No, which we're going to get talk about for a second in a second. But it's better. It's definitely better. It definitely had me wanting to watch the next episode. Definitely had me hooked a little more. Honestly, not watching the next episode of Love is Blind has become like a meditative practice for me. It is so difficult <laughs> to not start watching the next episode. Disconnect. Self-control is just like, I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm really feeling, really feeling myself that I'm able to not. Well, they they literally will take. I mean, I've noticed it since the episodes are like 45 minutes. They'll take one full episode and they just chop it in half so that you're literally in the middle of shit. Oh, yeah. No, like, it's it's they make it real tough to resist. Uh-huh. Impossible even. But we're doing it. Uh-huh. We're doing it. Minus uh-huh. the one time I made uh-huh. a mess up like two weeks ago. But other than that, I've been. I've been strict not to. 
I almost started on the I almost started on episode five, but then I was also like, no, but then I have to commit to taking notes for the next hour and it's late. So that that actually stopped me. I was about to I was about to forge ahead. Yeah, well, but I didn't. I've when I when I did the one episode the uh, like two weeks ago, I rewatched it to take notes. That's how like sucked in I was. <laughs> I was just like, I just it was like two in the morning. And I was like, I just have to watch. I just have to figure out the rest of this and then took notes the next day. But don't do that uh, because don't be like me. I feel like we're at that point now, too, in Love is Blind, where if you watch the next episode, it would really inform your opinions about recapping the episode. Totally. Beforehand. That's true. That's true. You know, how many more episodes do we have? Is there eight total? I can't. I ever think there remember. are ten. Oy vey. Let's start. Let's start doing two in ones. I feel like no one will mind. Yeah, I think we're probably going to have to, especially with Bachelor Listen to Your Heart starting here. in a couple weeks i know also i think we should do a a tiger king special if we have time because i mean i it's all i can talk about on the last episode on tuesday's episode i did a little intro at the beginning of the episode letting everyone know that that episode had been filmed or recorded you know um yeah like a few weeks ago and i said we're gonna do a tiger we're gonna do a tiger king recap we will do it like and we'll just do one long episode where we hit all the highlights and discuss our opinions of what we think about each of the characters because i was on the phone with my dad and my dad was like can you please not can we not talk about coronavirus or tiger king please (laughs) and i was like one of those is going to be real easy for me the other one i'll be able to resist quite a bit on in one arena but the other not so much I'm like actually kind of, you know, when you like finish a movie series or a book series and you have this sense of grief that Mm -hmm. it's over. I felt that at the end of Tiger King. I was like, I need more. Oh, I mourned for sure. I mourned. I I, I need more. I need more Joe. It was hard to let go of that. That's for sure. But I feel like there's going to be a follow up. There's going to be a follow up. There has to be. be. He at least has to have his own show or something. Um. So, should we talk about Bachelor stuff real quick? Let's talk about some Bachelor stuff, yes. Okay, well, so first and foremost, um, Mr. Pilot Peter was spotted in Chicago with, surprise, surprise, Kelly. Uh, First of all, I love, you you actually made this comment, I love how all these Bachelor people just think they're exempt from traveling. It's just like everyone's traveling all over the place, and like, and... When those photos of Peter and Kelly, it looks like there are people around. They're like jumping on top of each other in a public place. I'm just like, what is happening to quarantine? Also, I guess the paparazzi are just free to go outside. Yeah, no, seriously. Is that one of the essential jobs? (laughs) Come on, guys. Also, like, okay, I did bring up Jess, though. I was like, well, and I'm sure everyone because I'm sure everyone will DM us this like. Well, Pete is a pilot, so he could have, like, literally chartered his own plane and been the only person on it and flew to Chicago, whatever. But, like, but he's still mingling households. Yeah, they're still, we're floating around here. And also, (laughs) now what I'm confused about is he's posting, and I don't know with his recent Insta stories, is he posting from his home or is he posting from Kelly's home? I can't quite tell. Now, in his most recent Insta stories that I was watching, there were a few things that disturbed me. Not disturbed me. Well, one what? of them disturbed me. Number one, <laughs> Peter is a magician. Oh, yeah. I'm watching magic tricks with Peter. Okay. 
And um, yeah, where is he though? Like, where is this I don't place? know. At the end of one but of what's that weird backdrop? The backdrop strange. And then in one of the in one of the uh, Insta stories, you see. I think it's a man's hand that takes one of the cards from him, but you don't see who the guy is. I think. I mean, it looks like his parents, uh, the color of his parents' walls. But don't you think that his... if he, they, there was a hand coming in, that they would have showed that it was like Jack's hand or something? I don't understand. Maybe, but that also looks like... He's also doing TikToks in his pilot uniform and... <sighs> oh my gosh, his TikTok is just him like... Going from being <sighs> dressed in civilian clothing to him in his pilot's uniform. I'm Honestly, watching it right now. some of this self-isolation is taking a dark turn no, for that some of us. countertop is... <laughs> That granite countertop is definitely from his parents' house. I think he's back home. I don't think he was Instagram storing at all while he was with uh, Kelly. Okay. Well, now he's back home and he is a magician and he's doing a few tricks. One of them, he dropped the cork in the original trick. It's very hard to watch. I don't know why he didn't record it. Oh, Peter. Okay, let's talk, though, about the fact that he is with Kelly. So Barb got what she wanted in the end. Barb prevails. She, I mean, it, but it just really makes me curious about this whole situation with Maddie because, like, was that just a thing they mutually agreed on to do for show? Because remember, Chris Harrison said the thing about Kelly in the audience. There's rumors that they hooked up after he broke up with Hannah Ann. Seems like that was actually the case. And then now he's like flying to visit her. Like, it doesn't make so what was that shit? It what doesn't make ending? any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like like there must have been something that they were going to It makes my theory brain go all over the place. Part of me is like, did they not know if Maddie was going to go up on stage at the end and shut him down? Yeah. And if she did shut him down, did they want option number 2 because they really wanted this to end with a love story? Oh. So then were they going to be like, hey, well, actually, Kelly's in the audience. It just makes me think that ABC wanted this to end because it seemed, again, the whole situation with Maddie and Peter in the end seemed so forced by ABC trying to shove them back together. Yeah, because it's just been season after season with like weird off endings. So it feels like ABC really, really wanted at least uh, uh, an ending that had a little Maybe a question mark on the end of this may work, you know. So maybe that's why they had Kelly in there. They knew that they'd maybe been hooking up and they wanted a potential. I don't know, but it just it doesn't make any sense. There's too many loose ends. We need answers. It is crazy to me, though, that she's the one that he's now with. I also thought that she just wasn't into him after the whole season. I know. I wonder like if I thought she was over him and over it. Yeah. I wonder if she's just one of those people that doesn't like being on camera and just doesn't feel comfortable. I just got the vibe that she was like, you know, I mean, they had that whole conversation about like, why am I here? Like with these other girls. And then I would think after seeing the whole season play out. I don't know. I don't I don't falter for it. No. Actually, I do falter for it a little bit. 
Yeah, well, I'm just more weird. Yeah, I'm weirded out, like you said, after seeing the entire season of how everything went down and how all over the place he was, that you'd be like... Well, and like with Hannah Ann breaking off the engagement and all that stuff, like... It doesn't make any sense. This this is what makes me feel like... Because Kelly's... She's a smart girl. I feel like we're, there are so many pieces that we're missing. And then with Jack making those ominous comments about there's so much you didn't see. I know. And even just the whole concept that this was the first season that didn't have any spoil. Something feels weird about this. Well, again, remember how his whole family was following Kelly? Yeah. Throughout the season and they, she was the only one they were following. It's like that was the thing like... I, I I just what if, don't get it. What if they were dating the entire time and they and like the whole Maddie and Peter thing was literally fake for the screen and that's why Barb was so furious <laughs> because she knew that her and or that Peter and Kelly were actually dating and it would like But what about Hannah Ann? No, I'm saying if Peter and Hannah or if Peter and uh Kelly started dating after him and Hannah Ann broke up. Like oh, officially. Right. And then they had at least been hooking up. Maybe she met his family a couple times. And then all of a sudden, Chris Harrison, without Peter knowing, shows up at Maddie's place and is like, do you still love? Yeah, I see. And then they really tried to push that. I don't know. Was this a dream or did I read this somewhere? Something about someone in Bachelor Nation or something Talking about how they thought Madison wasn't there for the right reasons. Rachel Lindsay was going in pretty hard oh, about really? it. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. What caused her to say that? I Have you listened to it? I haven't listened to it, but I saw like little, like I saw um, headlines about her going. Then I think it was on maybe extra TV or something where she was going in pretty hard. I Apparently, again, I haven't, I didn't listen. So I don't want to, you know, say things that I didn't actually listen to myself, but I think she was I think it was like the whole agent piece and there were other things that she said made make her made her think that she wasn't maybe there for the right reasons or at least it ended up that way or something. I don't know. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, okay, what's what else is going on in Bachelor Nation? Um also I I posted a photo of me in a tinfoil hat and then I got these messages saying like Tana tinfoil hat club and I was like wait no what did I just associate myself with and I guess it's some I guess it's some reddit thing some reddit Uh, I guess it's uh, some reddit thing about Tyler and Hannah and like their tiktoks and people are like oh the tinfoil hat gang or something because they're making conspiracies about Tyler and Hannah being together or something I don't know I but have I didn't no mean idea. to associate myself with that. See, this Are they is still what, quarantined together. <laughs> I I think so. I I I'm telling you, I haven't been as involved on the phone. <laughs> I'm feeling a little I behind. Know, I also, let's see. And I also haven't been keeping up as much because I've been trying to um, not constantly tempt myself by going on Instagram and looking up all the Love is Blind contestants to see if they're quarantined together. I'm dying to know. Right. And it's taking everything in me to not look at them. So I've just kind of been avoiding, you know, browsing on social media as much as possible right now. Just pretty much following the friends and that's it. Who are all these people that are together? I'm watching Tyler's stories and he's like, I'm so confused. Lord knows. There's just these all these young, sexy people together. So many hotties. 
so many hotties shacked up. You ready to get into this business? <laughs> yeah. Ready to get into this? we do. Ready to get into this distraction? Yes, yes, yes. Before All we right. do, can we talk about the brand that I that is my favorite pair of earrings and my favorite ring right now oh, for all the, of you on YouTube? The best jewelry brand, in my opinion. Oh my gosh. Okay, so here's the thing, Broads. There's a good chance that lately you've spent your days in sweats or something similar, myself included. Um, it's hard to feel motivated to get all dressed up with nowhere to go, but hear me out. You don't need to save that cute outfit and find jewelry for an event or occasion or outing. Every day is a reason to get ready. It's fun. It helps you get into a fun mindset. But my favorite jewelry brand, Majori, our favorite jewelry brand, has you covered. They make fine jewelry for every day. And if you really don't feel like getting ready, honestly, their pieces, I can be rolling around in sweats in my pajamas and I still feel fine as hell in those pieces. They make every outfit look better. I swear. I love their pieces so much. I wear mine all the time. I've got two of their rings and um, a pair of their earrings. And their pieces are made with quality materials like 14K K Seric Gold. 14 karat solid gold. Sterling silver, real pearls and diamonds. So if you forget to take them off while doing the dishes or exercising, it is all good. There's no chance of the rings turning our fingers green or the pieces getting worn out or scratching easily, which is amazing because the last thing I need is another task on my to-do list. Oh, honestly, we'll talk about our to-do list earlier. (laughs) The things we're avoiding. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. (laughs) Well, Majori drops new pieces every Monday, which is crazy, but they all go together so seamlessly. If you need help figuring out, or in my case, narrowing down which pieces to get, Majori's online stylists are always available to help in a digital one-on-one appointment. Oh, they have the best jewelry for stacking, hands down, like... I'll go toe-to-toe with anyone to argue this. They have the best stacking jewelry. Come at me. Um, Also, I recently Mm -hmm. got a ring from them that has my little Libra constellation on it, and I'm obsessed. I cannot wait to go out eventually and get complimented on it. Eventually, I will be out, and I will receive compliments. I know. Um, And right now, until April 20th, Majuri is offering free shipping on all orders to the U.S. and Canada, plus a two-year warranty on every piece. And of course, we have a special little gift for our listeners. Head to Majuri.com slash chatty or use code chatty at checkout for 10% off your first order. That's spelled M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash chatty for 10% off your first order. All right. So love is blind. Well, we come upon our couples and thank you. Thank you, Netflix, because I needed to see the morning after and I'm so glad they didn't skimp out on that there we go nobody got edited out i know thank goodness well we start by seeing Uh, kelly and kenny and i'm relieved in this moment because like we talked about last week i was a little unsure i was like okay they seem like they've got the good chemistry but then he made those comments that was making me a little nervous but it definitely seems like they had a good night Yes, it does. Even though they were both, they both had, uh, they both looked like they were in Jessica's nightwear attire. Both of them were in <laughs> they were, crew neck t-shirts. They were very comfortable, but they were comfortable together. Right? Yes, they were. And yes. And Kelly said the physical connection is there. Kenny is really hot, as I'm finding out, even though we've 
been talking about it. There's like certain angles in these interviews where I'm like, wait, what? You're a 10. I'm confused. I did not see that before. I am so attracted to Kenny. And even though I will, I had a few. There were a few (laughs) moments in this episode that were questionable, which we'll get into. There were were. (laughs) sweet Kenny. Uh, But my goodness, physically, I am just yes, he is gorgeous. I don't know what like why I didn't see it. I mean, I always like I said, we always thought he was cute. But God, there there are certain angles. My goodness. Um, and also okay, we you find out yeah go ahead no I was just gonna say what's weird is both of them say that the physical connection physical connection is more advanced than the emotional connection both of them made a comment like that I know which, was which is kind of a interesting and it's also it's also kind of an odd thing to say like it's more and I agree that I couldn't quite place it I was like oh so now <laughs> Are you guys just trying to say it almost sounded like they had had that conversation and they were just repeating each other like maybe that's why I know they both said like it's so crazy we're so emotionally drawn to each other but our physical is even more intense like maybe that's what it was but it it was kind of an odd wasn't it like an odd thing I thought it was an odd thing to say too I wrote down the same thing I'm not gonna read yeah I'm not gonna read too much into it but also that's like Okay. It was odd. Also, also, we do find out when they're talking that um, Kenny scratched her back until she fell asleep because she had a tough time falling asleep. And so I'm like, oh, cool. I'll marry you. You're a back scratcher. (laughs) Propose to me now. Okay. (laughs) Well, also, they talked about their physical connection being so strong, but then also um, none of they, they still haven't had sex. No, which, you know, you're, I feel like it's like your physical. You can be all sorts sure. of hot and bothered and be having a wild Absolutely. makeout session. And, Absolutely. and the privates are a tingling, but just not going to have sex. Well, Kelly's explaining it to us. I was I was just surprised. I was just surprised that they that they actually didn't. I sort of thought that it was going to happen anyway. I know. I well, I was dying how she every time Kelly explains anything, she is lounged on the bed on her tummy with her legs in the air with producers filming her. It's my most favorite thing uh-huh. about Kelly is she's always in this like mermaid position, like having a fun <laughs> sleepover chat talking about how her and Kenny made out all night. <laughs> Love it. First base. Um, uh, well, that's pretty much all that we see of them then. And then we go, of course, to Barnett and Amber. Oh, Barnett and Amber. Well, uh, first of all, it was funny because there was a shot, a camera shot of them like through the empty glasses of the of the food cart. Did you catch oh, that? I was dead. Some of these camera <laughs> angles are literally everything. I can't handle it again with these camera angles. Well, they had they definitely uh, had sex. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh, my God, dude, I can't I don't know who I can't handle more. I mean, so far, Jessica is irritating, but I can really like tolerate her for some reason. I don't know who I can't stand more, Janina or Amber. And one of Amber's quotes immediately, she's like, we probably spent more time in the shower than the bathtub. And I verbally out loud (laughs) said, ew, even though I was watching it by myself. I was like, ew. And then well, she's like, in the prenup, we have to do it every day, maybe twice. Oh, and no. I was just like, Ugh. I wrote down, I'm like, Amber is the type of person who, Ugh. even if their sex 
Like, even if they start to have sex less, she's the friend that you have who's constantly bragging about how much sex they have, even if they're not anymore, where you're like, you're making me feel bad about myself now at this point. (laughs) I feel like I have to prove myself to you and, like, talk about how much sex I have because (laughs) Because this is... I feel like you're going to judge me and be like, oh, you guys just cuddled then, right? (laughs) She threw at Jess later in the episode. I wrote down that they, I'm like, I feel like they, you know, they had a lot of sex, um, also, aside from having a lot of sex, I have this feeling that they also probably pranked someone on the hotel staff that that first night together. Like, you know, <laughs> in the middle of sessions, they're in between sessions and they're like, let's call down to the concierge and ask if they can come pick up a package that we need to have delivered. And like this poor like bellman goes up and they open the door and <laughs> Barnett like flashes him and he's like this package and Amber's dying laughing like it's d- and then they have more sex together. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of sex. There's a lot of pranking. Can totally there's see a lot that. of Dutch ovening happening. I'm sure a lot of gas. Oh my god, sure. I just can't with that. But they're that they're meant for each other, Becca. Like, I think they found each other. Do you think they're gonna make it to the end, though? I think last because I don't I think last episode we talked about how there's going to be a lot of fighting. I, I think that they will make it to the end and I think that they are going to be fighting and or break up numerous times before we get there. But I do think okay. I think they found each other. And when you see them later on with okay. their during their date, I'm just like, damn, these people are meant to be together and they're going to make each other crazy for forever. But I feel like they found their person. I don't know. It's definitely possible because that especially that next morning, man, Barnett. Barnett seemed calm this episode. Okay, there's actually maybe he says it later. Well, at some point he says that he's nervous about the getting married thing, but because he's worried that she may not want to marry him at the end. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, the tables have turned and it feels that way. It feels like all of a sudden since he's picked Amber, he's his like obnoxious levels have toned down and he seems a lot more calm and less like, at least to me, obnoxious in these episodes and centered. And I'm wondering, like, did he find his person who's making him his best self? He is into her, man. He is into He's her. He's into for her. Sure. And I one of my most favorite quotes of the entire episode was like when Barnett said a few weeks ago, I didn't even know who this Amber person was. Now I feel like we've known each other for pff, at least a couple of years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not my whole life. One thing I got to give Barnett, man, he he says it. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, every single other guy on this would say I've known. It's like I've known her my whole life. And Barnett will be like, I feel like I've known her maybe a good year and a half, two years ish. You a know, solid, <laughs> a solid fifteen months or so, probably. Like he's That's just gonna so say it. It's funny. like, no, I don't feel like I've known her my lifetime. The only people that That's I feel like I've known so my lifetime funny. are my mom's, my dad's, my buddy Joe, <laughs> and you know, my cousin Andy. Like th- those are the four people I've known my whole lifetime. <laughs> but that's about it. But Amber, a solid. And I definitely two years. don't know her. Yeah, no. I definitely don't know Amber like I know them. No, but. I don't. I do not know Amber like I know Joe. Joe's my guy. No one's ever going to replace Joe. Okay. 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 But we have to get to D- Damien and Jeannie because I'm just like okay, chomping at the bit to get to them. Okay. 
First of all, why do they have the dopest suite? Did you notice how like their suite was like luxurious with this like circle, big circle window? And I'm like, are they on the same resort? So luxurious. As other people? I don't know. There was a few scenes where like when they showed actually Damien um, or excuse me, uh, Carlton and Diamond together, the pools look different. And I was like, wait, they seem like uh-huh. they're in a fancier pool area than some of the other people. But they yeah. said they're all on the same site. But that also seems... Maybe it's just huge. Yeah, it does look gigantic. I don't know. But they definitely got the I mean, dopest There's probably like multiple pools or some shit. I don't know. But I... I just... I can't... I can't stand her. And this is why. It's because... Like I said before, it's just so obvious to me that she's not into him and that she's like trying to convince both him and herself that she is. And it, something about that just drives me nuts. Okay, so she like really? So you didn't She feel- wakes up and she just like... Okay. She wakes up and she like props her hand on her chin. She's like, I like waking up to you. And I'm... I. Okay, so... No, no. I... Okay, so what were you going to say? No, I just... So when I was look when I was watching it, I felt confused. I didn't get that obvious like oh she's faking it from him. Like I don't I wouldn't say it's obvious, but I I don't think that it's like obvious or that's clearly what's happening, but I will say that's what I think is happening. Okay. See, I felt like they had really good sex. I don't think so. And it so. made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so because okay. Oh my god! First of all, the way they—I know, I know. I, I, I get the heebie-jeebies, just like trying to repeat it. The fact that they both used the phrase "made love." Um, Will you say the line that like she said? I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather watch my like great grandparents have sex than like have to hear someone use that term repeatedly. It was now. See if I would have heard. Lauren and Cameron say that I would have thought yes. it was sweet but Giannina yes. and Damien make me feel very uncomfortable and I hope that they're happy and I hope that everything works out for them and they've flourished and made babies together and truly love each other but I, I they make me feel uncomfortable uh just everything about the dynamic makes me uncomfortable um so she said okay this is why so so she said I tore his clothes off and he made love to me. Dude. Oh, I was gagging so hard. But then she proceeds to say, like, in the sweetest possible way, like, he was so gentle. And I'm like, this bitch does not want to get made love to in the sweetest possible, most consensual way. This bitch wants to get fucked. I shouldn't say consensual, but they kept using words like that of, like, he made sure that I was just so okay with everything. And I just got this sense that, like, she was like, yeah, it was so sweet. But in her mind, she's like, I way would have rather had this dude who is just going to take me. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. Well, but and then, then the way he described it. What? No, but then when he was. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Say how he described it. He said it was beautiful and indescribable. And we ended up making love. I don't know. What what else did he say? That was cringe. Super cringe. It was you. when he. Everything when was. When he but, pinned her down. And said, you are strong, but I am stronger. I've never felt more uncomfortable ever. Like, it was... It was so... It was just like... I I, I love... I felt like I was watching two bad actors. 
I felt like I was watching a bad porno for sure. Like it was like the intro <sighs> to a bad pornography, like like a, a pornography in the romance category. Yes. And, and one that is like too like, you know, the cameras are too clear. It's too sharp. And you're like, this feels real, but the acting's really bad. So I know that it's <laughs> not, but I don't know how I feel. I watching it. It was it was one of those moments for me. It was the hide behind the couch moment. I, I, I had a really hard time having to keep pausing and writing it down because I just I was like, I can't. <laughs> uh huh. No, I hated it. I hated every minute of it. I wanted to be over but, so quickly. What I did not want to be over quickly, what I did not want to be over quickly was Lauren and Cameron. I love that they had the conversation about her wearing her bonnet and I thought it was really cool and it's just not something you see on TV that much, actually, I just know, in general. I know. I thought that that was, and, yeah, it was such a cool moment. Yeah, and that was great. And they were both just being super cool. I loved when it was cutting back and forth between them talking about sex. And that's why I felt like Giannina and Damien are not Damien because Damien probably really did think it was beautiful and indescribable. But I feel like Giannina was like trying just trying to be like, yeah, it was just so beautiful. And they're just talking about beautiful versus then you see Cameron and Lauren where they're both like, you know, we're not going to talk about it. They're both being all coy. Oh, he's like, that's private yeah, he's between just like, us. I'm a gentleman. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about whether or not we had sex. And she's doing everything she can not to spill. Like she is just brimming with excitement. And you know that you can tell that they had a really good night together, which made me so happy because mm-hmm. it's like they've had such a beautiful journey so far. So the fact that they had a great first night together. Oh, can you imagine? Well, they, someone someone made the comment a lot of deep diving and they both giggled and i was like oh my god (laughs) this is getting love is blind is graphic guys there are some graphic (laughs) moments okay it's a lot there were definitely there's there's later a scene with kenny and kelly that got real real sexy sexy and i was getting real real sweaty sweaty watching it (laughs) love is blind is taking it there it's taking it there but it's crazy no i i just it just made me so happy because I just c- couldn't imagine being in that situation like how like Lauren and Cameron feel so real to me to find that person yeah. in this situation have this insane chemistry and connection with a wall between you and then finally be it together in real life actually have genuine moments where they're saying it's a little uncomfortable at first because it's kind of weird and it's so real and then they had a good sex and it's just like i'm celebrating i'm drinking champagne i'm like i'm so happy for them because this is such a wild experience and to have it at least so far turn out like well but also again like real because there were those uncomfortable moments it wasn't just all you know I don't know. It, it it doesn't feel fabricated at all or put on at all. Also, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Never mind. Never mind. Um, but then, you know, on the <laughs> other end of it, of course, we've got our faves, Jessica Becca, and Mark. Becca, I am so obsessed with Jessica and Mark. It's, it's probably my most favorite television to watch. I am literally like... I'm salivating, waiting to see them again on screen over and over and over again. It is so... She was... Oh, my God. It is so... It's so, like... It's so obvious, like, what's going on, just, like, in her face and just, like, in everything. Now, I like Mark. He seems like a nice guy. But as each episode passes, I just want to punch a hole through the TV, grab him and take him back and be like, Mark... 
please watch this. Like, how does it have to be for him now watching this back? Where you're like, this is the most obvious thing I've ever seen in my life. This girl is literally begging you to leave her. Oh, no. She's begging you to leave her because she won't do it herself. She doesn't want to be that person on TV to accept your proposal and then Uh. leave you. So just end it, please, for the love of God. But don't because it's great television. She was literally about to wake up and initiate a buddy pillow fight and was like, oh, you know, oh, no. It, when she said, good thing you don't snore and don't sweat. Those are two of my biggest pet peeves. You could potentially be in the cuddle zone. Potentially be in the cuddle will, I will, zone. I will maybe let you put your arm around me. Broads, let us remember these people are engaged. OK, like this isn't like a. Oh, we did a few blind dates and now we're talking about maybe dating. Like she said yes to a proposal, <laughs> by the way, after seeing him too. So, well, no, she she reaccepted the proposal after seeing him. So he could potentially be a cuddle buddy. That's all she's giving this. That's crazy. And then when he jokingly offers that maybe they should just build like a pillow like barrier like they are back in the pods oh, and she's and he's on he's joking God. but she's like yeah that would be excellent <laughs> like you know like, that's perfect actually you know the following night she's going to make him do it and be playful about it and be like wouldn't it be funny if we actually did that maybe it would like spark intimacy and they build the pillow and she falls asleep immediately with her back turned the other way <laughs> finally i can breathe <laughs> But then actually, I don't know. So towards the end of their little clip, she was actually laughing at like genuinely laughing pretty hard at something he was saying. And I was like, okay, I think she likes him. That's the thing. Like, I think she's not attracted to him. I think she, you know, she liked him and Barnett in the pods. Right. So I think that she does. She likes him enough personality wise to say yes to him. So she has to enjoy, you know, and he seems like a wonderful guy to hang out with. Yes. And he's so pleasant and he's making this so easy for her. Like anytime she says that she's uncomfortable, he is ready and willing to mold to whatever shape she needs him to. So it's not a difficult guy to get along with. Well, she's also then says, though, I wouldn't change anything about him. And I was like, "Okay, you literally talked last (laughs) night about the things you would change. You're just like, I'm used to a bigger guy. Like, I wouldn't change anything about him except maybe like eight inches taller, maybe like another 30 to 40 pounds of muscle. Maybe Maybe if he could be a little more. (laughs) Another foot added to his like shoulder, like the broad width of his shoulders. Just (laughs) small things like a different face. Um, A different shoe size. I don't know. (laughs) Different smell. Yeah, it's I know I wrote that down. I'm like, I'm like, she literally said she wouldn't want to change anything. It's. I know, but then somehow they're actually not the biggest shit show. I know, but they're my favorite to watch still. I know, mine I too. think that it's mine too. I it's because I don't know what Jessica we're gonna get every clip because sometimes Jessica seems like she's literally screaming at Mark to be like dump me, and then sometimes we have Jessica who's processing. And sometimes we have Jessica who's hoping that her and Barnett are going to bump into each other. We have all different forms of Jessica and I love them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love them all. I love every single one. I love all of her forms and all of her voices. All of them. Well. Oh my God. Yes. All of her. (laughs) Hmm. 
<sighs> okay. Speaking well, of craziness. Hold on one second. I hear Ruth just screaming. Let me see what's going on. Okay. Sorry, Broads, but I had to take a quick mom moment because, <laughs> as you parents know, sometimes your significant others aren't used to being at home as often as you are. And yeah, apparently not. I'm like, hmm, why is she screaming? Oh, because she's covered in shit. Remember the last time you and I were um, recording and Ember ran in? She literally <laughs> ran in. Evan was supposed to be watching her and I'm in the middle of recording and Ember just runs into the studio and is like, you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, Isn't your dad watching you? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> where is he? Uh, excuse me. They're just trying to get shit done on the Ember, computer. Where is your father? He took off because he needed a quick break. Okay. Um, he, sa- he said he was going to get food. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, okay. So. Back to the well, chaos. Before we get into Diamond and Carlton, yes. should we take a quick Yeah, break? before we get into them, good call. Before good call. we, well, while we mentally, mentally prepare ourselves oh, for this. Oh, Lord in heaven. Uh, okay, Brods, well, it's no secret, or I hope it's not a secret, that Becca and I feel very strongly about women's rights and female empowerment. And one industry that is in dire need of some reworking is birth control. Um, I know my first time getting birth control was frustrating, confusing, and not all that easy of a process, almost like it was, I don't know, orchestrated by everyone besides women. Hmm, interesting. Um, so thank God there's been an answer to our prayers, and it is Simple Health. They are truly, truly incredible and important. Simple Health is changing the game with online birth control prescriptions and free home delivery, making birth control convenient for everyone. There are so many things that are great about Simple Health. And like you said, they're unbelievably convenient. You can just fill out an online health profile um, for a doctor to review. And if you're a good candidate, you'll have over 100 trusted brands of birth control to choose from depending on what you want and need. And then your birth control ships right to your door monthly. So there's no hassle, no recurring appointments. And it's just that easy. Simple Health is free with most insurance plans. And if you don't have insurance, it starts at $15 a month without it. Um, Because it's Simple Health. That's crazy. It's crazy. They believe that we should be put back in charge of our own bodies, um, not dictated by policy and insurance insurance plans. And like you said, Becca, I mean, it's crazy. For those of you who don't have insurance, you know how expensive birth control can be, or even if you do have insurance. So starting at $15 yes. a month is crazy. It's crazy. Um, I remember for a lot many years the amount that i was paying for birth control i like shudder to think about you know yeah i remember there was a point i couldn't i couldn't afford it as a college student because even with insurance it's crazy yeah um and of course simple health isn't a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor but it is a way to streamline those appointments if you want to give simple health a try for free we got you just go to simplehealth.com slash chatty or enter chatty at checkout Again, don't miss your chance to try Simple Health for free. Go to simplehealth.com slash chatty or just enter code chatty at checkout and don't miss out on a better way to get birth control with Simple Health by going to simplehealth.com slash chatty or enter promo code chatty at checkout. All right, broads. Well, right now we're all trying to get up our immune system ASAP. Literally every morning you'll find me standing at the kitchen sink, a pop in vitamins like it's my dang job. Um, But (laughs) did you know that one of the best things you can do for your immune system that is often overlooked is getting good 
high quality sleep. And I am so thankful that I just happened to get a new mattress from Helix um, delivered right before this whole thing started. And let me tell you, I have never slept so good in my entire life. Oh, my God. Helix Helix has been voted the number one best overall mattress pick of 2019 and 2020 by both GQ and Wired Magazine. So, you know, they're not messing around when it comes to getting you the best night's sleep possible. And no matter how you sleep or what position you sleep in, there is a specific mattress model just for you. You can start off by taking the two minute quiz on their website or get your specific recommend to get your specific recommendations. And you're one step closer to waking up more well-rested. Um, I took the quiz and was matched with the Helix Dusk Luxe mattress because I sleep on my side and Evan sleeps on his back and uh, one of us prefers it a little more medium and the other one prefers a little more firm. Um, if you do not end up loving your new mattress, mattress Helix offers a 100-night risk-free trial, but based on my own experience, I'm pretty sure you're going to love it. I'm telling you, Broads, this mattress is insane. And, and the, the test that you take is so in-depth. They're making sure that you are at your most comfortable getting your best sleep. The delivery mm. was so quick and easy. I didn't have to lift a finger. Plus, all the mattresses come with a 10-year warranty. So you really will be sleeping easy. And right now, for all our Chatty Broads listeners, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Uh, you can get that at helixsleep.com slash chatty. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash chatty for up to $200 off. And you get two free pillows. Two Pretty free cool. pillows, too. Dang. And their pillows are nice. I got some of those. A comfy wumpy. Oh, baby. Comfy wumpy. What size did you get? Of a mattress. Girl, yeah. we do we do Cal King. <laughs> Hell yeah. Evan's very tall. And so he likes the, the yeah. long mattresses. And also, um, we both need our space. We are not cuddle bugs when we sleep. We we got the king. I mean, we upgraded to a king. Can't remember how long ago. And there's no going back. Oh, yeah. Because you guys used to have the... Was it a double? <laughs> yes, we had a full... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A full. All right, a full. full. A I don't full, know where yeah, they... Yeah. Whatever the I don't difference know where the is. word full came from in. <laughs> You're like, it, it was came from tight. In. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. But King is. Mm, oh, yeah. No. Anyway. We are so Diamond slippers. and Carlton. Diamond and Carlton. Oh, my Lord. OK. Um, so we see them in their in their separate spaces. And she's saying that after everything that Carlton told her that she was in shock and she needed to think and pray like in her own room. Um And I get the sense from the conversation or from what she's saying to uh, the producers is that she does have a deep connection with Carlton. But her biggest issue, it seems, isn't the fluid piece. It's the trust situation. At least that's what she's. Yeah. You know, at least that's what she's communicating. Is that that's. Well, also. Yeah. Also, like, uh, I think I can't remember if she said something about red flags in this conversation or when she was sitting with him later. Yeah. But the way things went down was a little concerning with him, you know? And then, of course, things get even more concerning. But it's like, uh, the least of my worries getting engaged to this guy is whether or not he's had 
bisexual relationships well, in the past. Well, after the their conversation, even the day before when they're first together in their hotel room and he's got his whole like attitude with her before he talks about being fluid. Yes. Like that is that in itself was like, what's going on with him? He seems all over the place. And yes, I know this is a very sensitive yeah. subject that they talk about later, but the way the behavior that was demonstrated was concerning, concerning to say the least, yes. to say the least. Yes. Agree. Um, uh, anything else about them? This is a brief, this is a brief scene. Yeah, no? I mean, he says in it, all I would say is that he says that he cares about her, um, but understands that it's a lot for anyone to take in. So again, it looked like from his perspective that we were going to probably see a Carlton that was maybe a little more receptive to understanding that she would need to process this because it's, you know, he's like, he says, I know it's a lot to take in. Um, and we don't necessarily see that Carlton when it actually happens later on. <laughs> uh, no, no. Okay. Now, Damien and Janina. First of all, why did Damien need to be talked into getting a massage? Well, he said he's never gotten one before. So it was his first ever massage. So I think it was like he wasn't wanting to necessarily get one. But he, listen, Damien gives me, Damien's energy screams. He's never gotten a massage, massage before. It is now officially his most favorite thing. And he goes once a week. And you know, he's a robe guy now. You know, he was loving that robe that he had. <laughs> and he wants them to he now have matching just- robes. <laughs> Honestly, I can't stand him either. I can't stand either. He Damien just makes he's just he's just the particular kind of guy that's he's the kind of guy that he's very much like a rule follower. Yeah. And that would drive me fucking batshit crazy because he's the kind of guy that's like, wait, are you sure that you can park there? Because I I don't I don't think you're supposed to park there. And I just like, shut the fuck up. I'm going to park there. Okay. (laughs) No, Damien just (laughs) makes me makes me uncomfortable. Just the like, it's just he's just not my he's not my vibe. He seems like a nice enough, a nice enough guy. But he's just, you know, he's just uh, not my deal. Not my deal so much. So she then. Well, he had these like dead eyes, too. And he's going, we feel like we've been together much longer than we have. And I'm like, is that, is that in an ominous way? Like you feel like you've been together. We feel like we've yeah, been like together. Yeah, like she's absolutely exhausting. It feels like we've exhausting. been together 40 years. <laughs> and, yeah, and I don't know how many, how much more I can take of this. I can only handle And then he so said much. the most unconvincing, I love her I very love much. Her. I think though that too is. I love her I think, very much. I think that too is Damien though. I don't think that he's. It's because it's weird because like we get the box proposal where it's so over the top, but also he does seem a little bit like he's going to have a hard time maybe with certain parts of intimacy. I don't know. Or like, yeah, or passion, I should say. I don't know. Well, she's passion is not an issue on her end because she legit straddles him and is massaging him while she's having an interview with the camera. Like, she's not massaging him and talking to him. She is massaging him, straddling him, and looking at the camera and being like, oh, my God, I, I love him so much. Like, this is everything. I'm so happy I'm doing this. Like, looking into the camera. It's just like, I don't think this is supposed to be how it goes. I think you're just supposed to be talking to him and the camera's filming you, not you fully engaged. Like, how I'm going to be fully engaged oh with my OnlyFans camera. That was what was happening with the <laughs> 
not 100%. I also noticed like the way that he was massaging again, just can't stand it. Like very gentle, like too gentle. Like I want someone that's going to like rearrange my muscles because they're pressing so hard. I need someone to get in there. Yes. And with those timid fingers, I was, I was just getting, I, I was getting annoyed just watching. Well, you know what? what, The other thing that kind of threw me off is that in the very first episode, if you remember, there's a scene when you see the guys all first talking together and Damien is massaging was massaging a random guy's back that we never found out more from. And then he's like, all right, guys, that I'm done. Like, like again, it made it seem like he had been giving all these men massages. But then we find out that Damien's never given a massage or gotten a massage. So he's like the massage, the masseuse that never... He's like the massage therapist that like never has gotten a massage. So as soon as he, as soon as like he get, gets I this, I forgot date, about that scene. Completely like, forgot. I'm like, dude, Damien is like, Damien is hyped. He's like, this is my moment. I'm gonna blow her away with my massages. The guys all loved him. This is this is my thing. And I'm just like, you've really never gotten one, and you go out of your way to give other people. This threw me off. Yeah, that's so true. A, How weird. He's such, he's such an interesting, such an interesting fellow, that Damien. So um, odd. Well, then we see huh. Kenny and Kelly. And again, I have thoughts about Kenny's wardrobe, and yet I'm still attracted to him. What's that about? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know whose wardrobe I have thoughts about? Did you see Kelly's sunglasses and her outfit? No, because I was really just honed in on... Oh my god. Are you serious? No, what was it? She had those like mom shades. Hold on. I just have to show you. She had these like the shades that were like popular like that Paris Hilton would wear in like 2ousandfour where there's no frame, there's just the glass. Oh, Do you know yes. What I'm talking I remember about? when those were living. Those were everything to have a, a pair like that. <gasps> Like, and then they, oh my God, wait, no, I, I got to find, they were like this, Jess, this kind of sunglasses. Oh my God. Oh, I used to have a pair like that. I loved those. Yeah. Years, years ago. ago. And now Kelly's wearing that. And then she had this incredibly loud, like two piece satin outfit on. I was, I, I don't, it was they're, a lot. Then they're perfection together. They're perfection together. What was he wearing? I didn't even notice that. It's just like, it's just again for me, I'm not saying that, you know, some people may love it, but again, the wardrobe is a, is a big deal breaker for me. And you know, the tattoos, (laughs) the shorts he was wearing, the jack, the shirt. Now the combination with them together. Why are all the men wearing that necklace? Is that a microphone? I don't understand that weird like hemp necklace. Did you notice all the guys? Oh, probably. Is that a mic? Probably like on Paradise. I'm just kind of you know, like on Paradise. How they have yeah, that like macrame looking like, thing. Come on, guys. Just like wh- why don't they just hook it up and just no more? Hey, reality TV. No more with the hemp. Because then necklaces. they have to wear that. Because then they have to wear that pack like Kelly did. I know, but I think I think the world would just prefer maybe just like a thin black string versus that giant macrame necklace. Them trying to. T- <laughs> I'm trying to disguise it in this like 2002 surfer boy guys we know that the fact that they're all wearing that necklace we we know what's going on like just all it's missing is one of those like big old shark tooth (laughs) things you know honestly I would rather be a shark tooth just a string and the shark tooth could be the mic I'm fine with that 
I'm fine. I mean, with I'd that. rather it be like a whole Hawaiian lei or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a lei would be great. I, the macrame <laughs> necklace is going to be wearing a- lays the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> it's like you guys, they just look like they're really enjoying their stay. But with that macrame <sighs> necklace, but no, but but even with the ensemble, I'm still attracted to him. I don't know if it's quarantine, but man, <laughs> she's. I mean. Well, then it's confirmed because you're like, oh, he's got a vibe. And then she says he's the best kisser she's ever kissed ever. Ugh. I feel like you can so, tell. Maybe that's why we're, I feel like maybe that's why we're attracted too. to him. I think you can you can see a good kisser. You can smell a good kisser. You can see you can smell a good kisser from my wife. And, you know, he's like the right kind of sensitive because like Damien, <laughs> I would just be like. No, just fucking either kiss me or don't. What are you doing? Are you trying to have sex with me? Like what? What? What's happening here? But then Kenny is just like the right amount. You, you just need a certain kind of sensitive, mm-hmm. you know. It's an intuition. Well, you know, it can't be taught. It can't be taught, and he has it. When they are after they're making out in the ocean, when they go back and they have their shower scene, he is showering. Shit was spicy. I mean, he is showering her off and then she pushes him down and he's like eye level with her, with her tits. And she is then showering herself with his like face in them. And I'm telling you, it was like, I was like, you know, ready to call Evan and be like, hey, we got (laughs) to... We got to step it up a notch. We got to step it up a notch. We got to reenact some of this because for real, this is hot and heavy. And then he makes some comment where he's like, I love bending down to kiss her because I almost throw my back out every time. And it's a constant reminder that I need to stretch. And I'm like, "Mm, sexy, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing your back out every time doesn't sound super hot, but I'm glad that you guys are vibing with each other. So their chemistry seems legit. That's for sure. It does. Um, and meanwhile, Amber and Barnett are basically on spring break. I love over there. The transition between the couples who are all alone and then Amber and Barnett on a like in a packed zone on the beach. <laughs> They're like, "Did you bring the tequila? We hid in the." They're making some joke about that. It's cracking me up. And then we and like then th- their their conversation about what being a vegan is was killing me. Wait, I actually knew what he was talking about. He's like, what about the people that don't eat the fruits yeah. or vegetables? I was like, oh, I was like, oh, you mean keto? <laughs> I think you're literally no, just no, no, talking no. about no, keto. He was talk- no, he's talking about breatharians. He's talking about the people who just who talk about absorbing sunlight. That's not real. Oh, that's not. You don't real. know about breatharians? No, I know. <laughs> I know people say it's real. Like, I know people claim that they do that, yeah. but it's they're liars. But I think that people who are breatharians eat very minimally and then other than that they eat the sun i know i know i've seen it i just think they're fucking lying and they're sneaking lara bars when the camera's not rolling now here's my (laughs) thing and this is why again not a fan of barnett and amber personally but i think that they are very lovely together i think it was kind of sweet because you have amber talking about how excited she is to be there she's never been out of the country and then uh Uh barnett's being like is this vegan and she's like it means you can't eat cheese right and he's like well what's the one that you can't eat plants and then also you're just supposed to like absorb the sun and she doesn't know and she's like i feel like they're teaching each other things and the rest of us are kind of scratching our heads going like this is ridiculous learning and growing together they're teaching each other things and then she's like dance with me and they're dancing and that's why i feel like they're perfect together because i feel like she's probably 
going to be in awe of some of the things he says. Like, wow, I didn't know that. And then he's going to be impressed by her in certain ways. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. They're perfect together. I just found an article, by the way, about breatharians where they did. Somebody went to a retreat. I'm definitely going to read this later because this is just my kind of article. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, they spend the first three days with no food or water, which that sounds like a fast track to death. Three days without water? (sighs) They really, they really I mean, live I know on the some edge. Of, I mean, I know some of you partying broads have probably gone four or five days and you're like, hmm, I haven't touched one of those H2O beverages in about a week. Oh, but. that's pretty, that's a frequent occurrence for me. Until I actually started getting <laughs> using that Hydrate Spark water bottle that texts me. One of our sponsors oh, yeah. texts me and is just like, hey, yeah, oh, yeah. hey, bitch, you need to drink your water. I'm like, ah, thank you so much. You haven't lifted me up to take a drink in going on six days. <laughs> but cheers to this. We're concerned. To this white claw. <laughs> um, uh, cheers. But yeah, I think that they're I think that they're perfect. And that's when. Yeah. Uh, Jessica and Mark are having a beautiful picnic. I mean, that's they spread. really are everywhere in this, I guess, same resort. I know what you're talking about now. They're like all in a million different places. I guess it's yeah, just really it's big. trippy. But the, the spread is incredible that the cheese board that they're rocking. I was drooling. Um, Mark's talking about how, this, how scared he is of the ocean. And all I'm thinking about or how scared he used <laughs> to be of the ocean. All I could think about is probably how turned off Jessica was hearing about Mark being scared of the ocean. <laughs> Well, then she says, like, this is the first time she starts talking about how, like, this is the first time she's had a real connection. Uh That's a big red flag for me personally. Yeah. And then she makes some comment about how normally she would meet people based on social setting or social status. And the social status. I'm like, now I'm I'm like, are you Victoria F? (laughs) I'm just like. Now I need to know more about your personal life. Like now I'm itching. Oh, I want to look her up so I know bad. it's killing me. Now I'm itching to know like what like what really specifically do you do? Social status. Now I'm thinking she talked about how she's never dated a guy younger than her before, I think, in the very first episode. So now I'm wondering, I'm like, oh, do you date daddies who got the cash? Or do you use that normally? Oh, that didn't even cross do, my mind. I had no idea. Do what you she was normally about, hook actually. up with the barnets? Maybe do you have sex with like the cute guys at the bars who are the young <sighs> frat boys? And then do you actually get into relationships with the rich daddies who have a high social status? Because the social status is a very mm. weird thing to throw out there. I feel like when you're saying that, that's, that is a very <laughs> like I get the term social setting. That's how you meet people. But social status. Strange. Very strange. Maybe she was just maybe she was just like throwing it around and she's just talking about like I don't know, maybe she doesn't know what that means. I feel like she does. I feel like Jessica Where is she from? They're all from or well, she was originally from Chicago, but they're all in Atlanta. Social status is I feel like something that's not really a thing except like in old money New York. <laughs> Like social status, interesting. A wasp. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, Mark's Mark is over the moon about her. He's like, "You're everything that I ever well, and wanted." He says back, they're they're having the com- Yeah, they're having the conversation. He goes, "It's either him or her. I can't remember which one said it. It doesn't matter." But one of them goes, "It's deeper than anyone could ever understand." And I was like, "I, 
I definitely understand what's going on. <laughs> all of on us here. are raising our hands, watching, going, No, I'm pretty sure we all see what's happening. And it ain't that deep. <laughs> and, sir, you are misguided, to say the least. Well, and then she's worried about his mom out of nowhere. See, which to me, this is just this is another Jessica panic move yes. of being like, please break up with me. She knows that he's grasping close. at straws. Right. She knows he's close with his mother. So now she's going to throw she's planting little seeds to be like or she's setting she's. Yeah, she's setting up for her breaking up with yes, him. Yes, planting all these little seeds. Yeah. It's like it's the age. It's can't get over the. You know, the 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 dynamic between the pod now versus real life. It's throwing me off your mom. And then she's throwing Mm -hmm. out even in the interview booth. She's talking about how it's going to be so hard on the outside and the challenges that they're going to face because of the age and their families and all this. And you're kind of like, you are really throwing a lot out there um, to really prepare. I think the viewers for your eminent breakup that you are begging for. Yeah, yeah. And then my most favorite part is that because, again, as she's saying all those things, then she keeps going back in interviews being like, this is the most, you know, the best relationship I've ever been in, blah, blah, blah. And she's doing this opposite thing. Right. And then at the end of their conversation, they cheat, they toast. And she says, cheers to doing new things, facing our fears and to me being your biggest cheerleader. Love. And then cheers (laughs) him and goes, loves you. Loves you. Like, <laughs> like he's one of her bitches at brunch. It was a brunch, but that is what I say to my girls when we're at brunch. Loves you. Cheers. I, that shit killed me. I could not. Loves you, hon. <laughs> Loves you, bitch. That, ki- that killed me. And that is the perfect definition for how she views Mark. Mark is her friend. Mark is her buddy. Bud. Bud. Then we see, like, again, and you know, the the truest of lovebirds. The lovebirds. Everything. I just have nothing but wonderful things to say about the two of them. Um, you know, I do think that they gypped them with the location. They put them, like, in some little corner of this ho- gigantic hotel with, like, two lawn yeah. chairs. <laughs> it's like, hey, what about you give them the gorgeous spread? <laughs> Girl, they're at that place where you put them in Cleveland and they're going to be like, this is the most beautiful place we ever been to. That, this is you know lovely. what? You are you are very, very right. They're they're so sweet. I mean, he's just I mean, their conversation. He's just staring at her dreamily and she's what does he say? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He was beaming. He was beaming looking beaming. at her the whole time. And in his interviews, like, he's crying. On top of the world. He's literally like, there are tears coming out talking about her. And then he tells her that he's like, I, I wasn't that happy, to be honest. And I think because I was missing you. But now I'm happy. I mean, I, I can't. I can't handle it. It's too much. Well, he also said he had never really been happy in a relationship before. And I could totally see that. I could totally see, he, see him being the guy that's just... Mm, yeah probably having a hard time i don't know he also probably I he seems see very it. patient and like giving so he probably you know s- stays in for too That's long I mean, yeah. where you're like hey bud you you deserve yeah. more you got to move on and whatever you don't have to always be the one taking care of everything and it seems like he yeah. found the person who like you know it's like lauren is a beam of light and seems like she handles her own shit and you know if they're not together so still, said, I'm going to die. Just FYI. I'm almost positive they, they have are. They to be. 
But that's also because I saw people like I felt I felt like I saw stuff that might have led me to believe. But like, the, yeah, of course, they're the one that's going to make they're the ones that are. But even if but even real. if they were even if they were together till the end, like when they first showed it, it's still been months since this came out. And now we're all on quarantine. So God knows how many people are still together. True. <sighs> True. Um, uh, she said, I, I would have never met a man like Cameron outside of this. And I was just curious, is that because he's white? I wasn't sure why. She's I don't know. I'm probably white. that also he's in robotics. And I think she is like, it makes oh. it sound at least like she's an influencer. She's a content creator. So I feel like content They're creators different circles, aren't frequently yeah. crossing paths with like AI robotics, you know, folk. True. Um, but yeah, I mean, she does then talk about him meeting her dad and she's nervous about that. Yes. She says her dad is going to grill him. And it's a combination of the fact of, First of all, like she said, she's never dated a white guy before. But second, we find out that she's never taken home anyone she's ever dated. Never brought in, I know. And she's what, like 30, yeah. I think 32, 31, 32. So he's going to get grilled. Um, but there's. But he was so sweet. He's like, that's fine. It's like there, there's no hoop he wouldn't. Jump no, he's for. he's ready and willing. And then they're talking about having children together and how he's aware that like it's going to be tough for them. But. They think that they're going to do a beautiful job raising them together. And then she says, I know And then she says they're going to have two parents that love them. One's white and one that's black and fine as hell. They're just I can't <laughs> handle it. It's it, it's it's wonderful. I just love watching them. It's just such a, a lovely breakup on screen between <laughs> all the other. Shit yeah, shows. I was going to say, you know who I don't love watching? <laughs> oh, God. It was so bad, dude. Like, it was so bad. Becca, this really bummed me out because I felt like this had the potential to be... I felt like this had to, had the potential to be something really constructive on television um, and, like, a really constructive conversation because, ov- obviously, yeah. Diamond came in willing, ready and willing to have like a vulnerable conversation where she was frustrated because she felt like he wasn't being straightforward with her and she was nervous and she wanted to talk. And I felt like this could have been a really productive demonstration of this for television, for people who maybe, you know, haven't encountered like other fluid people in their lives. And this could have been really cool. And and it just got out of, it just got so out of hand. It was just insane. It It was insane. Okay. So yeah, I mean, he comes out and uh, immediately I'm thrown off because he's just like, hey, what's up? Good to see you. What's cracking? How's it going? You know, and I'm like, oh. like no, I was like, I was immediately Did we thrown miss off. something? Especially when you see her going from her interview with the producers and she's emotional and she's just and she says, by the way, she says in the interview beforehand that she's hoping that it's going to work itself out because she loves him, but she just needs to talk to him. Right. So the vibe that we're getting from right. her going into this is that she wants it to work and she loves him, but she needs to hear from him. You yeah. know? Um, yeah, yeah, but like you said, it was like, whoa, it just threw everything off. Um, she says... So... Yeah. Yeah. She says that she um, feels like she kept it real from, from day one, and she feels like he wasn't being honest about who he is. Um, yeah, he said it, she, she felt like he left out who he really is. And then... She says that he she feels like he kind of played the experiment. And here's then where I can see obviously then him getting defensive. Because I would be defensive, too, if someone said 
Yes. If you felt like you weren't ready to be open about certain things and then someone said that you were playing the experiment, I would get frustrated too. Right. I understand being like, I don't feel like you're being fully transparent, but then playing that. Yes. um, Yeah. Agreed. It's like, uh, that's a bit of a stretch and like, that's kind of accusing him of something. Yeah. But she, maybe not. But she also, she was being calm. Um, but then he said that he's, this has never been an issue with girls before. Now, if we remember last (sighs) week or like, not last week, last episode, he was saying that this has been problematic in his life and that this has been, he was, he would literally was in this whole conversation, Becca, he pinballed (laughs) from no one's ever had a problem with this to everyone's ever always had a problem with this. You're the only one who's ever had a problem with it. You're so typical. Everyone always like, it was like, so what is it, guy? What is it? Well, and that's the thing. He starts it out with dishonesty. Yeah. So it's like, and I don't think this plays into the bisexuality converse or his specific bisexuality conversation. But like the dude's been given off dishonest vibes like from day one. Like there's something shady about him and it wasn't about his sexuality. It's that he is seems to be immature and doesn't seem to know how to be fully honest with a partner about like just other shit. Like, I don't know. I can just so easily see him lying about like where he was, yes. or stretching the truth. And then, yeah, honestly, that's what he did is a form of gaslighting and then turning it around and being like, what? It's never been an issue for anyone else. Yes. And then, so, of course, she says, then why did you wait? Which, Good question. Yeah. You know, and then he said. Right. And then he said, because I didn't want it to change the way you perceive me. And she said, but it's never, you said it's never been an issue before. She was nailing him and he was then getting, you know, getting more upset. Um, And then, and then she threw out this comment. And this is again, another one that I would have, especially coming from his place that I could understand him being super upset about is that she says that um, she's upset. He didn't tell her from the get go and she wants to be sure that he actually wants to be with a female. She throws out that comment about knowing if he actually wants right. to be with a female, which again, for someone who's fluid and has str- and like has had to struggle with people being judgmental, this is going to be incredibly triggering for sure. Because you're, course. and it was the same type of conversation like they had the last time where she threw that out, and he was just like, "That's a stereotype. That's always wrong. You know, that's a judgment. That's always wrong." Um, so as soon as she said that, I was like, "Oh, this is already going. This is already going rough. This is about to get even more rough because he's yep. not going to handle this well." Yep. Well, and then in the interview, he says, "Like it cuts to him saying, last night she was there for me. Then today she has an issue." Mm. Nah, and I'm like, wait, what? Did you forget about how the conversation ended last night? Like that did not end on like a well t- in a tidy little well, bow. Well, the thing that's also crazy is that like it ended where she was rubbing his back, and she was just like, I need to process this, and he was the one being like, Yeah, go back, just go. He was like, Go, just go. And yeah, it was like, Whoa, dude, she was being really generous, and you were, and you kind of snapped last night. So I, you need to understand that she's now going to have to have her moment friend just like you had yours like this is a this is a a process this is a this is going to be a conversation and then he just like is twisting what's happening like because he's now trying to pin it on her being like you just can't accept me because 
I'm bi, basically. Because he says, like, oh, you're taking off a ring because I'm speaking my truth. And, like, I don't need those vibes. And it's like, bro, have some self-awareness. That's not what's happening here. You're acting like a fucking 12-year-old boy in the way you're ha- handling this yes. conversation. And then he's, like, and through this whole, that, the whole piece, he's then throwing out, uh, you're giving me a different response than anyone has ever given me. What? It's this is the opposite. And then and then um yeah, him making that comment like I'm okay with or without this situation happening between you and me. Just acting like he doesn't care about her at all and like I'm fine whether you leave me or not. And it was so hard because you could tell Diamond very much wanted to have a conversation about it. Now, granted, yeah. yes, she threw out things that were hurtful and that he that needed to be spoken about like hey that it's you know we need to have a a conversation about this i need to inform you that that's just not the case but like i said that's why this conversation bummed me out so much because i felt like it could be such a a constructive thing for the tv viewers to see like nationwide and then it just Mm -hmm. ended up with him being like go ahead and trying to get her to throw the drink in his face earlier like just get it out you want and it was like dude no what is going on um it was so it was so it got just so nasty so nasty and that point they were just yelling over each other and girls have never and i i just thought it was so bizarre how he kept saying the thing of girls have never reacted like this before and i'm like what this is really what you're gonna keep resorting to it's just like it was so obvious that that wasn't true yeah and then like he said then when he said this is why I don't deal with bitches like you oh. it's just like oh god no no and right before that Ugh. by the way he said nobody has nobody has had an issue with it except you and it was girls who weren't even remotely close to who you are and i'm like you literally j- that statement that was word for word you're saying two different things nobody has had an issue with it except you and it was girls who weren't even remotely close to who you are what so this (laughs) so apparently nobody is now a group of people i don't yeah uh, yeah. and then yeah and then he chucks the ring by the way in the pool and the producer's like i got it (laughs) our budget is so small (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have to go send c steven to scuba dive after that ring to get to the bottom yes it's swavarski but you're gonna fucking jump in and get that right after this scene ends my god you know our budget is small we have rory (laughs) filming this entire thing whatever we can use that ring for one of the other couples just get just get it out of there but yeah uh, he yes that's why then he said like you said I, I don't deal with bitches like you and that's then when she throws her drink in his face which i'm so bummed that she did which i mean i get it he was literally like taunting her to do it literally saying yeah. do it do it and then calls her a bitch and but I was and then proceeds to start insulting her appearance dude. after she throws a drink in his face and is saying how her wi- I'm just like, you're you're trash. And then she like, says he's going to start then <laughs> he says she says, fuck you. And he goes, nah, fuck like me. It was so bad. It was so hard to watch. It was so bad. And then after he proceeds to yell at her about her weave slipping and just being a general fucking junior high boy, he then turns around and says, this is not the woman for me. She is ignorant and stereotypical. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is this is about her being ignorant. It's like, dude, okay, 
you're okay. gonna you insult her physical appearance so he does that and then and then but then she makes that comment watch my ass to the next dick boy which is i mean <laughs> but he, okay here's the difference though right she says that super offensive he says what he says about her hair super offensive okay but then the difference in reaction is like you said him saying this is not the woman for me she's ignorant da, da, da. he pop he's popping champagne she on the other hand is weeping sprawled out on he's a crying. table yeah and she's like i didn't want it to be like this and all this and that's then where you see a difference in yes both how they this was just a terrible interaction but She's grieving. And yes, I'm sure in his heart he is grieving, but just it's just. <sighs> that's his problem, yeah. though, is that he, that's the, his exact problem is that what is going on in his heart? He doesn't know how to express himself in a healthy way. He doesn't know how to be honest about what he's feeling. He really doesn't know how to be vulnerable in that way because whenever he gets hurt he just starts lashing out or he starts like putting up this facade i mean even when he was nervous to tell her he was being like a fucking dick just like a full-on dick to her because he couldn't express that he was like nervous instead of being a fucking mature adult and be like you know there's just a lot going on in my head right now i want to have a conversation later and it's just, it's hard for me to, to to pretend like everything's all happy and cool instead he's just being an asshole being like i'm daddy blah 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 yeah. blah i'm just like oh god it like so, get, get some therapy please get some counseling it was so it was so rough i'm so curious to see like <sighs> where both of them are at if they've had a conversation since like i don't know well well so i was confused then later in the interviews did he feel bad because he said I, like he didn't show up as the man in the pod i think well well he said that the guy that she the guy that uh he's not the guy that she fought with at the pool he's the guy that she fell in love with in the pod and then he says that both of their hearts got overshadowed by pride etc it was it felt like he recognized what was the that it was problematic but it again there wasn't a lot of humility there where it wasn't like mm-hmm. i am grieving and this went terribly wrong versus i feel like then diamond did feel that way where she was disappointed about like the way that they acted and how it went down and he just i don't know it was hard i didn't like watching it the crazy no it was unpleasant and then like and then she was just out which i didn't i was like okay and then she was out and it it ended so fast and then he said uh he's leaving without his fiance and it's beautifully sad which is another weird thing. Beautifully sad. <laughs> What's beautiful and about that? And I'm just that? like, are you a four? <laughs> you a four in the Enneagram? <laughs> you think it's beautiful because it's very sad. I understand that. It's been a long time since I've felt this. Ups- yes, 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 exactly. Ugh. Romanticizing the pain. Well, before we get into the couples meeting up, which they did. Thank you. Oh, man, I needed it so bad. Uh, and I was so uh, grateful. Um, uh, but before uh, we uh, before we jump into that, can we take a moment? Broads, <clears throat> I have to admit something. I have a problem. I am a shoe and bag addict. Really, it is it is an issue. Um, but lately, my go to brand for shoes, I do feel better about these days because uh, 
now there's oh by the way now there's also bags there's bags it's rothy's rothy's creates stylish shoes and bags for life on the go and better yet they're sustainable so i can feel good every time when purchasing a new bag or a new pair of shoes that's right rothy's shoes are made from repurposed plastic water bottles 50 million so far to be exact and plus they own their op and operate their manufacturing workshop to ensure safe practices and they even ship the shoes directly in the box without any additional wasteful packaging so this is the company that truly prioritizes sustainability from start to finish and like i said not only do they make the cutest shoes which becca and i have been talking about for you know, at least a solid year now. Um, They offer a collection of bags now, and I can't say enough good things about these bags. I bought the large catch-all bag in red the other day, and I use it as a bag to carry around not only my things, but also my daughter's toys and snacks when we're on the go. It fits all of it. And this thing is so durable. Oh my God. I hadn't seen their, I hadn't seen their bags yet, but I'm looking up online right now and they're so cute. The bags are everything. They're everything. And so they're super cute, but they're also extremely functional. Refinery 29 recently called Rothy's bags as fashionable as they are functional. Um, It's, Oh, also this. Check this out. Their bags are sustainably knit from 100% recycled materials like marine plastic and their signature thread made from repurposed plastic water bottles. And they're sourced within 30 miles of coastal environments. Uh, The marine plastic that goes into Rothy's bags is gathered from communities without recycling programs. This helps create a more profound impact right from the start. It's really incredible. And on top of all of that, like we were saying, the bags are so cute and they're machine washable, just like the shoes, which is amazing, especially if you're like me, who's a queen of snacks in her purse and it spills and the bottom of my purses uh-huh. get disgusting. And normally if they're canvas, it's they're, it's just a mess. Now with the Rothy's oh, bag, yes. I can throw it in the washing machine and it's good as new afterwards. Wow. It's amazing. I love Rothy's so wow. much. Well, check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash chatty style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. So head to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash chatty. Yeah, I'm very, very cool. passionate about these bags. I'm obsessed. They're cute as They're heck. They're so cute. They have a lot of cute patterns, too. I love the little camo one in the cut. Mm-hmm. I know. I like that bright poppy. That's very cute. Yes. So cute. Um, okay. So. All right. So the couples are finally meeting up and they're finally reuniting. I, when they see each other, by the way, it all happens so quickly. All of a sudden, they're all just like with each other. And Jessica's face is so priceless the moment that she realizes that she's not just going to have a date uh-huh. with Mark. She is <laughs> thrilled absolutely thrilled because she knows this isn't going to be a romantic candle at dinner than when he's going to be pressuring afterwards for them to get intimate she's like i don't care who these people are if they're just random people at the resort if they're from another reality tv show yes i'm just getting an excuse drunk fall asleep on the bed in my comfies afterwards um well Nick Lachey, or excuse me, no, not Nick, Vanessa Lachey shows up alone to explain the situation because Nick has realized that he is indeed too big for this show. He's just too big for it. (laughs) 
the budget is too low. He's going to be out the next few episodes. So he can't even show up at this point. He's too busy. So it's just Vanessa braving it by herself. Or the budget for the show is so low. They can't even they only can pay Nick for the first and last episode. And Nick's like, I'm obviously Nick Lachey. So it's going to be too low of a budget for me. But my wife, Vanessa, will take it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. uh, She introduces all of them which i realized then isn't at first i was like why is she saying the names of all the couples and i'm like oh my god some of these people left a little earlier and didn't know for sure like who picked who and they don't know what the people on the other side so they have to introduce them because though they're walking in together like for example you know the guys when barnett walks in with amber the guys some of the guys probably don't know if that's amber or lc Totally. Because he was choosing in between them, which is crazy. Yeah. Oh, true. I didn't even think about that. So people might not know like who, you know, and even though I know that that's so they talked about leaving or like how on day 10, that was when like they all waited till day 10. I feel like at least Lauren and Cameron, they made it seem pretty vocal that they only went into like day five. So there's a chance that maybe they removed them earlier. And so maybe they don't even know who ended up with who. So, yeah, it's I don't know. It's kind of crazy to think about that. They are all just seeing each other for the first time. It's so weird. Not just like, you know, and again, too, these people were all going on dates with each other, which I forgot about. I just have been thinking about the ones that we really saw, like the whole Jessica Barnett dynamic, but not all of them. All of them had been dating each other for the most part. So weird. Oh, yeah, totally. Because, yeah, because um, uh, Lauren brings up um, both Mark and Barnett later about like what she thought they looked yeah. like and, and such and <laughs> everyone's, such. Everyone's so chatting that was with each other, which is so weird. Um I just thought it was so funny because Vanessa's like, Lady and ge- ladies and gentlemen, we want you to meet the people you did not get engaged to. <laughs> and Jessica, you know, we already know she's about to be super heated. And it was, it killed me when she goes, he looks exactly like what, he, what I thought he was going to look like. <laughs> Honestly, all I wanted her to say is to be like, he looks exactly what I imagined when I masturbated. <laughs> <laughs> she was like she was vibing on him so hard and she also said she's like well you know i would think about him around the clock when we were talking i mean i think she was obviously the like way more into barnett than she was into mark because we saw how quickly she was like when she was in the pods when she was like barnett what what do you need me to do when all of a sudden he was you know wanting her to maybe break up with with mark but now that she has the ick with mark she is about ready to throw herself on top of Barnett. I cannot believe. I uh, well, they start partying together after Vanessa reminds them that their weddings are four weeks away. They're busting out shots, and I'm like, "This is what we need. This is what we are here for." Oh, yeah. <laughs> the oh, drunk yeah. moments. Well, they're all drinking, and the first thing that raises my eyebrows is when Kenny says, "Uh." Uh, Gianna should model or I think he said he calls her Gigi so what I'm wondering I'm wringing my hands because I'm so nervous what I'm wondering is if is Gigi a Nick 
is Gigi one of the ones that Kenny had been talking to that we didn't see in the pod? Seems like seems it. Seems like it, right? So he, because he made some comment because he's like, I'm not surprised. You can kind of pick it up from like vo- voice and, and, and I'm not surprised that she's gorgeous. So it sounds like they had been talking in the pod and then Kenny's talking about how hot Gigi is and then we have Kelly talking about how fine Cameron is and flirting with Cameron and oh, talking yeah. about like how sexy Kelly was flirting it she up. was flirting with Cameron talking about how sexy saying his voice was like a massage it was like so then all of a sudden I'm going from this moment of thinking that Kenny and Kelly are solid to now I'm having some question marks which is hilarious because I don't know if you noticed when Vanessa was talking about like will these factors affect your relationships blah blah blah. did you see Kenny and Kelly like vigorously nodding like there's nothing that can separate us I know and then I'm wondering I mean maybe it was maybe it's just like they're excited to see everyone and maybe they're maybe she's super playful and he's like thinks Maybe they're both super secure in their yeah, relationship. Yeah, and maybe yeah, they're, they're, just they're comfortable like, you know, flirting or talking about, you know, like... Seems a little yeah. soon, consider they've never interacted with other people, though, since they got together. It's a so, little bit uh, of a curiosity. We shall see. We shall see. Um, and then I was dying when, when Damien was like, Amber is a beautiful woman, but she is a lot for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and Lauren says Mark is smaller than she thought. Which made me feel like, is he... he poor guy can't catch a fucking break. He must sound, he must have g- given off a, an energy in the pod that made all these women think that he was just this like huge beefcake or something. Apparently so. I don't, I don't, I'm confused about that. Um, I also think maybe he's got, you know when, you know when certain people, because he's not that small, you know when certain people have that kind of like bouncy energy and it makes them kind of seem like young and kind of compact almost because they're bouncy you know what i mean almost like how kelly like kelly seems small like she well he's like kenny said that she's like 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 five foot or something but kelly's got that bouncy energy where you're like yeah she's just like this tiny little thing that's bouncy bouncy maybe mark gives off that like that energy that makes him seem like quote-unquote smaller because he's bouncy and energetic I do think Mark is probably... Actually, let me see if I can find this out. How tall is Mark from Love is Blind? I think he's like 5'7". No, he's 5'9". That's what I'm saying. He's not... Which is the average male height in the U.S. I don't understand. I know. That's what I'm saying. I bet it's an energy thing. I bet he just is energetic and kind of all over the place. So he seems kind of like a quick, like, you know, little. I don't know. Because the fact that numerous people are mentioning it makes me think, I don't know. Well, it was hilarious, though, because Lauren said that she was right about picturing uh, Barnett as a frat. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She's like, well, I pictured him as being like a frat. Turns out I was exactly right. (laughs) She's like, nailed that one. Perfect. And this is the guy everyone's been crying about. Well, then we see all the guys talking together and they're talking about how serious this is. And then Damien comes out. Of course, Damien. Damien is itching. To make sure everyone knows about him and Gigi having the sex. And he says, this is... He's like, he's like, why don't we talk about sex? You know what? I'll start. 
<laughs> he literally said this is a serious conversation that everyone wants to know. And I'm going to ask for a particular, and I am asking for a particular reason. Sex is a big deal. I'll start. Giannina basically said, I am her dessert and plowed me like a field all night, fellas. <laughs> is that really what he said? Oh, <laughs> but the first, the three fourths of it, yes. But like I just summarized me. because he kept describing how she was like, "I'm the dessert," blah 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 blah. Kenny is getting hard. Mark takes a giant swig of his champagne and his start. The panic is beginning to set in a little bit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gina, Giannina is making another joke about not having sex in hundreds of days. And I'm like, just stop. I know. We already heard that I know. Joke. Well, Lauren then asks if anyone's been getting laid. And, you know, we all know already that Giannina, Amber, and Lauren did. And Amber is, like, talking about how she can't keep her hands off of Barnett, how she would have been okay with him with someone else initially what, because that was best for him. But now she can't imagine, like, he is her man. Jessica is fuming. And I have to also imagine, because we see Lauren later, that she's definitely making sure Jessica knows that her and and that her and Barnett are having great sex and that they are really into each other like it is she's making sure Jessica knows I know I forget that the girls are on the same yeah. side the girls and the guys and the and the guys yes. you know I forget that they're that they they know each other um, well, what was cracking me up is that Lauren and Amber, meanwhile, were drunk and like chummy as fuck with each other, which was not something I was necessarily expecting. That was cracking me up. I know. They're just like, they're both, you know, it probably is. They're like, we found our person. Yeah, I know. I know. That's true. They're both super happy and they're drunk and they're just they're, stoked and they don't. They're blissed yeah. out big time. Well, the guys totally are, you know, uh, asking Barnett. He's talking about pulling his back out. And then we see Mark. We see Mark saying that everyone is having sex and it sucks. <laughs> Poor guy. He's he's starting to trip out. Um, and then the girls are. Uh, well, Jessica's now concerned because now she's seeing how excited everyone is. Jessica is already and meanwhile I meanwhile I am concerned because Jessica is, is starting to take a few too many sips of her drink and I know where this is we headed. all know where this is going at this point we've seen Jessica with her vino and we know that this could all the, and let me explain to you this the reason the reason I am holding on or that that I'm sorry that I could barely hold on off from starting to watch episode five is because I need to see where she ends up at the end of this night. I'm dying yes. to find out. I oh, am yes. dying. Um, because, yeah, we're seeing her, and she's she's getting nervous. <laughs> Lauren's asking if she's going to give him the pussy. <laughs> or if, yeah, if she gave him the pussy or if she's going to. <laughs> I love Lauren so much. Um, and then... Oh, she said the poom poom or something, pomp, whatever the fuck she said. And then she's like, she's acting like she doesn't know what that means. <laughs> she's like, it's the pussy. My girl is like 34. <laughs> she, she knows what that well, means. Well, she's then giving her, all the girls, her typical explanation about the face and the voice and all that. And Amber's shading her by being like, are you guys just sharing the bed? Just cuddling, though? Is that what it is? Very nice. <laughs> and then, then they go to Kelly. 
And then Kelly says, that's how Kenny and I have been. We're waiting. We we made out, but that's that's all we were doing. And then we see Kenny and now my my alarm bells are going off because we see Kenny then say to the men, I'll say this. I don't kiss and tell, but I did not and could not go for a run this morning because we were kissing so hard. Like, so he fully manufactured to puff his chest up for the men's that more went down with him and Kelly than actually did. I could not go for a run this morning. What does that mean? I did not and could not go for a run this morning, which I guess if you like literally cornered him, he could be like, we were just, we just kept making out. And so then like, you know, I I chose not to go for yeah, a maybe run. Is he just like, in- but the way, yeah, is he just insinuating he was up all night? But the way that he said it, because Barnett had just made some comment about throwing his back out, and then Kenny was just like, I did not and could not get up for a run this morning. It was like, all right. Like, now I'm getting a little nervous over here, Kenny. You're so cute. But <laughs> these comments about Gigi, now this, I'm feeling a little nervous. I'm feeling a little, a little nervous about it. And then Damien says, I do and declare you know, Kelly's Kenny. over there. Kelly's over there flirting it. Up I know. Too, I know. So I don't know. You know. We'll see. OK, well, so Jessica's about to get drunk to shit to Barnett. And then Amber says the idea of Jessica getting him is laughable. Dude, it's Ouch. it's sad and mean. And but I but I do understand if I'd be really vibing on a guy and we're engaged now. And now all of a sudden this girl shows up again. I'd be like, you know, I'd be throwing around shade too. <laughs> I will give her that, but not it, not True. in an amber fashion. True. But well, Jessica decides um, decides to go talk to Barnett. And by the way, right before she talks to Barnett, she uh, says that the moment Barnett told me he wasn't ready to move on with me, my whole body gave out, and I saw my life flash before my eyes, which. Is dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) And all I can think about is her building a pillow fort between her and Mark and being like, this is very different energy than her body giving out and her life flashing before her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) So dramatic. Oh, my God. Well... Her and Barnett start talking. It's so uncomfortable where she's ready to be like, hi, how are you, best buddy? And they like, she's like, give me some love. And they like hug each other awkwardly. And you just see her mm. like when they're just like panning out, she's like throwing her body back, laughing, probably so frustrated about how windy it is outside that her hair isn't like perfectly like <laughs> for, for Barnett. Um Barnett asks if he, she's having a good time and she's just like, so much fun. I'm <laughs> having <laughs> a blast. But Barnett, again, through this whole thing, is very calm. We see him say that he didn't, when he talked to Jessica, he never wanted to hurt her. And so definitely the energy that we're getting is that Barnett is wanting to talk to Jessica to be like, I'm sorry, I didn't, if I hurt you. Right. And Jessica is definitely wanting to have a conversation with Barnett because her body gave out and her life flashed before her eyes when he ended it with her. And now she's seeing him in person and he is her type. So there's that. Um, And then Mark 
starts tripping balls and runs over all of a sudden runs over to her and Barnett tries to kiss her. She gives him her cheek side hugs him and says, what's up? And it is unbelievably uncomfortable. And it's like, why, Jessica? Because it's like, yeah, you're not going to fucking get Barnett back. Like, I, if Barnett would. Now, Barnett, you know, we saw how he acted in the pod. So I suppose there's a chance that all of a sudden Barnett starts getting fratty and starts being like, I like this idea of these women fighting over me again and starts flirting it up with Jessica. Starts getting a little bit of cold feet, maybe, too, about the commitment. Yeah, but. I do feel like Amber is so his type physically that I know it's just like, I don't think that he's going to be down with Jessica and no, I and like him and Barnett, him and Amber just like beyond the physical. They just have something. They do have something like real. together. They really do that. I don't see him having anywhere near. So yeah. I'm I'm just dying. I mean, they cut us. They cut us right in the middle of this party. So oh, I'm really yeah. hoping that we get more party footage. I need more party footage. I need Jessica continuing to take shots. Oh, I'm sure it's going to just devolve into a total shit show. I can't wait. to. I'm hoping and praying. And yes, I am going to I will be watching it tonight as well, <laughs> because Lord knows I'm not patient <sighs> oh, enough. My God. OK, so anywho. Broads, we will be back. Any other notes to make? I don't nope. think so. I think that was nope. it. That's it, I think. I think that's where it wrapped. Yeah. The, 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 the kiss on the cheek. Oh, my God. Savage. What's up? What's up, Mark? Hi, Mark. Oh, Lord. It makes my whole body hurt. Um, well, broads, keep staying safe and healthy. Becca and I will be back in action to continue to recap this probably next episode because bachelor listen to your heart is coming up swiftly we'll probably do a yep a dual recap dual episode recap when when exactly does bachelor listen to your heart start that's what i was just trying i think to look it's up april 13th which is like in two weeks no way yeah. really yeah. oh shit that came that did sneak it up came fast. real fast Speaking of that, I believe Chris Harrison said that it doesn't look like paradise is probably going to happen. I'm not going to lie. I'm really happy about that. Really? (laughs) Paradise Paradise is my favorite to watch just because it's I don't I'll say this. I don't like recapping paradise as much because so much is happening. It's a it's there's just a lot of factors and it's a lot of complications. But I love watching paradise. I prefer to recap bachelor bachelorette because it's easier to like, you know, get your hands around all that drama. Yeah, but I do like watching. I just honestly after I felt like last season left a really bad taste in my mouth because of all the true like the 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 relationships behind the scenes and i'm sure that so much of that's going down right now oh, you think that quarantine and dms aren't happening can you imagine oh my god probably house party too like they're probably just getting you know like i'm sure even like innocent just connections are happening too through stuff like house party or oh, whatever for sure um oh it's going down right now. i don't know and i just was not i was just that in particular i was really really dreading for this upcoming season holy shit though i know i I mean when the fuck is 
Yeah, what are they going to do, Bachelorette? I don't know. Poor Claire. I know. Poor I Claire. Know. Talk about getting thrown for a fucking she loop. gets so she gets given like this opportunity that she's so excited for that comes out of left field she is thrilled and now it's just like is it even gonna happen it just keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed sweet claire i mean yeah i mean i know the summer games got canceled which not that any of us care yeah um, i'm not like a huge summer games winter games Damn. I would like casually watch it if I had a moment, but I would miss like all two thirds of the episodes. Oh my gosh. I'm reading something right now that said they anticipate the launch in 2021 of Bachelor Paradise. I don't feel like that's going to happen. Yeah. I don't feel like. Well, I guess. No, this whole article is not right because. They said that they think Demi's going back on, but obviously Demi has a boyfriend now. Yeah, this article's not, yeah, accurate. I don't know. It's all shade, but who knows what we're going to get. But we are getting Bachelors into your heart. So anyway. that starts April 13th. So then our recaps will begin. So we're probably going to be doing now these Love is Blind, wow. probably two, two at a time, probably because, I mean, we only have a couple weeks left until Listen to Your Heart. And plus, these episodes are like 45 minutes long each for Love is Blind. Yeah, know? true. We can get it in. So we should technically be able to pack we it can. in. Since we do it for Bachelor. We can do it. You and I, we can, we can, we can get it all in. I believe in us. <laughs> we've gotten like three hour episodes. I mean, granted, it's only two hours of content, but we've gotten that into one episode before. Anyway, um, chat soon, Chat Rod. soon. We'll talk we'll to you. We'll keep you updated. Stay safe. Stay, stay cozy. Stay, stay safe. We love you all. Mwah. Chat soon. Chat soon. Mm-hmm.